Okay, wake up in the morning and I go and get the paper. Gotta get the paper. Every morning gotta go and get the paper. And a nice cup of coffee. Hey, how's it going there? You, listener, what's up? It's Malachi. I'm Tyler. I'm Kelsey. And we're the Raven Geeks. This week, we've got a lot to talk about, but let's uh, let's start with some shout-outs, shall we? Some interesting things on our Twitter, at CM, nope, at nope. Raven Geeks, <laughs> not at CM Live, who is a uh, part of our podcast network. Check us out, our sister programs, Unsportsmanlike Conduct, Maroon and Bold, uh, Headline Central, I feel like there's another one. Pass the ox cord. Pass the ox cord and real talk, right? That's still a thing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, shout outs to Julie Davis, Brianne Wasson. Uh, she was actually a guest on one of our episodes last semester. We talked about Star Trek. I don't remember the name of it, but you can go check it out. She was also my boss. Yeah, she was also Kelsey's boss, but now Kelsey's <laughs> the boss. Yeah. Uh, David Zihan, Angela Carollo, Jamie Valier, Thrill also my boss. Be Thrill Bent. Uh, who actually we had a really well we didn't Ben had a really great conversation with uh, him last episode go check it out I was really jealous I told you I was like I listened to that and I was like I kind of felt bad that we left him here with Ben I feel like he's my friend now after watching it yeah like listening Mm -hmm. to it he and I could you know drink some hot cocoa and have a really long discussion you know by a fireplace I was gonna say but I didn't want to get creepy but you took it (laughs) semi-nude that's what I (laughs) on a bearskin rug yikes (laughs) but he's a cool guy Uh, Dr. Strangelove who may or may not be the actual character from uh, the classic film. He died at the end. Spoiler alert. So he is not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a man solely known as Yosef. Steve Ford, Brandon Champion, who I'm going to be working with this summer uh, in Muskegon. So that's going to be kind of cool. Steven Giuliano, Hannah Quinlan, who I have beat at the bar uh, in darts several times and refused to let her forget about. Kathy Holtroff, Tony Witkowski, former CM lifer. Jason Radisson and Brenda of the Do You Know Brenda fame. Oh. Do you know Brenda? I know about like Brenda probably years, more than I most. I still have no idea. So you live in like the unofficial band house, don't you, Kelsey? I live in the trumpet house. The trumpet which... house. <laughs> <laughs> trumpet tower. <laughs> which, is, which is just like a bunch of trumpets and me because I was in drumline. But, yeah, this is a you band thing. Oh, my God. I want to slap you <laughs> so hard. How many times have you heard that one before? Too many times that movie's That's horrible. The first time for me. There you go, baby. Uh, are you allowed to talk about Brenda? Is that like a? Thing I mean, I'm allowed like to talk secret? about it, but I don't know the real secret. And oh, really? here's my theory about it. Yeah. Is I know so many people who know different stories of the origin of Brenda. She. Goes. So I, th- so I think that it's the tenor saxes that started the Do You Know Brenda tradition, and I think that they're just releasing fake stories to their friends. Mm-hmm. To keep the mystery going. That's that's my current theory on Brenda. I don't know that she actually ever existed. I think it might just be something that they did to mess with everybody. Yeah, like George Washington. Yeah. Like made up for <laughs> For sure. Complete bullshit. Um, so, yeah, that's my theory is that they just make up a bunch of different stories. Because I've heard so many, like, origin stories for Brenda. And I'm like, I bet none of this is real. I heard she was a freshman tenor sax who was doused in gamma radiation and became Brenda. I heard she was just a student who just couldn't get her taxes done. <laughs> like, and just like, and missed like out our, on a lot of important things. Our fellow geek, Benjamin. They weren't. They're so busy doing taxes. Yeah. <laughs> Just took their life over. Man. Don't wait till April 15th, folks. Like, I don't... They're doing, like, what, two days? Like, the 18th is... Yeah, 18th I mean, or by 19th. by the time this comes out, it'll be past Listen, tax season. Ben, yeah. if, if there's one thing that I've learned about Ben in my, in my short time with you guys. It's, he loves to be fashionably late. <laughs> not even fashionably, I would it's say. It's just... It's late. Just straight up late. Yeah. You know, we always come to this podcast, and when it's me, Kelsey, and Tyler, like... We don't want to make fun of Ben, but just something happens every time. And yeah. Like, I don't always want There's to, always an event. I don't want to eat that whole cake, but I'm going to do it anyway, you know? Like, it's just going to happen. And once you're eating it, you can enjoy it. So yeah. that's kind of where we're at right now. When I get a mm-hmm. message in the Facebook group that says, hey, I can't do the episode today because I have to do my taxes, I think my first <laughs> initial reaction was just... Pure laughter? Because that was me. I think I just went slack-jawed. <laughs> I think my favorite Facebook or, or in our little group comment was when you were doing all the different versions of, of James Cameron. <laughs> I, I actually like laughed. I was like, ah. yeah, I think I told you never change because it was it was great. Yeah, what's your beef with James Cameron, man? My beef with James Doesn't Cameron Doesn't everyone is, have a beef with James is, Cameron? They should. Okay. <laughs> I, I like movies. 
So apparently, if you ask all my friends, that makes me the go-to guy to talk about movies with. I know I officially know everything about movies of all genres. Yeah, yeah. And they go, "Hey, what do you feel about James Cameron doing four movies about Avatar?" To which I respond with, "Who at this point cares about Avatar? No. Who does anyone? Does anyone really care? Does anyone care about James Cameron? Because that's a better question. No. See, I won't go that far. James Cameron's oh, okay. a wonderful director. Yeah. He's he's Overrated. he's done. He's, Aliens was pretty good. Titanic. Aliens was good. Uh, Titanic. He did transform or transform <laughs> Transformers. I should leave now. Yeah, I need to whoa. go join them. Dude. Wow. <laughs> he did Terminator. You know Terminator. And yeah, all. yeah, yeah. So like, I would rather have see him do things like that. I don't want to see him. I'm just gonna say now he's an old guy. Okay, these movies are coming out 2018, 2020, 2022, and 2023. Will he even be alive <laughs> at the end of this? Like, he's 61 years old. Yeah. He yeah. looks like he's 85. He's he goes down in the bottom of the ocean and hangs out in a submarine. Like, he, he, he I want to see him do more. I want to see him do something else, you know, because he's given us such great things. I'm going to say this. He made me care about a movie, a love story about people on the Titanic. I'm going mean? to say this. I think that, I think he's overrated because I think if you come out with one good movie every 10 years, then you're not that great of a director. So and you're saying Daniel Day-Lewis is not a great actor? No. But that's But James Cameron had a lot of bullshit in between. Well, all, all Daniel Day-Lewis does in between gigs is, like, make Italian shoes yeah, or something. Yeah, he's a shoe like cobbler. That. Yeah, he's a freaking cobbler. Yeah. But, no, so it's just, I guess my beef with James Cameron is, and apparently, I don't know if this is true, but I saw the reason that they decided to do this was he saw a tweet that someone tweeted saying, is Avatar, should Avatar really be considered the, like, even though it's the highest grossing movie of all time, should it be considered, like, one of the great movies? Is it still, actually? Yes. After it, Star Wars? Well, think about it. I, 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 my so one, it's 3D tickets, man. That's No, and my one friend's like, how, how is it making so much money? And I go, well, think about it this way. It, okay, so they released it once, people went and saw it. Then they're like, hey, here's it again with five extra minutes of scenes added on. And they put it back into theaters. And so everyone went to see it again. Oh, then they were like, hey, we actually deepened the vault found extra 10 minutes on top of the five minutes, and then they re-released it. And then they released it again. What? Dude, they re- this movie's been out like three or four times. And now, and now, it's been 10 years since the last movie came out, even though it's Pocahontas and Dances with Wolves in Space. Yeah, God, it's when this a, next yeah. movie comes out, people are going to have to go and watch it again so they can understand what's happening. It's like the greatest Ponzi scheme in Hollywood. Seriously. <laughs> like, it's been in theaters more than any, like, seriously. It, it's crazy. I can't like that's what I can't wrap my head around. Like that's what makes me upset. I would like to vote to name James Cameron, garbage Cameron. <laughs> garbage Cameron. <laughs> See again, I, I garbage can run. <laughs> we are up to some things today, my so friend. So speaking of garbage can run, Ben is missing the episode because of taxes. <laughs> Just kidding. Also, it's my birthday. I, I love you, Ben. First of all, why do you wait until April fifteenth to do your taxes? It's a terrible idea. Second of all, taxes are not that complicated that it requires more than maybe an hour or two. I did my cat my taxes yesterday morning. Well, Unless you're making who like knows? six figures. Who, maybe it's, Ben's well, like somebody who like he's just got like money, like laundering got, schemes that he's got to all tie together. And, you know, you if know what you're happened. a college student, <laughs> your your taxes should take half an hour. Right. Yeah. But what happened is the Panama Papers. So I think he's got to figure out how to get his money into a yeah. secret offshore. There's an exchange. Oh, yeah. Rate. You and know yeah. what? He was posting about that on Facebook. Yeah. Because yeah, it really him and Putin. Man, they were at the top of that list. Whew. Sorry, Ben. Well, uh, I guess the last thing we should wrap up before we were going to talk about the Dr. Tra- wow, Dr. Train's trailer. The Dr. Train. Strange. I still well, can't say it. I still I want to talk about two trailers, actually. The Dr. Strange trailer. There Dr. we go. Strange I need trailer. to take a sip of my tea and shut up for a minute. And the Suicide Squad trailer that came out this week. Suicide Squad. But before that, it's Kelsey Cavazos' birthday as well. Well, it was on Wednesday. Well, it was on Wednesday. It was two days ago. But you know what? We're here now, and we want to wish you happy birthday. Thank you, guys. I, uh... Obviously... I even went as far as... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I, I started just interrupting you just because it was funny. Like, when you started talking, go ahead. I was waiting. <laughs> so... So, anyway, is, what I think... <laughs> see, it's really fun. I it? hate you guys so much. People do this to me all the yeah. time. Um, So, I decided, because I'm 23, why don't I have a toga party for my birthday? Because it'll be fun. And I made a Snapchat geo filter for my birthday. So now I paid seven thirty seven for fourteen hours of a Snapchat filter I made that just goes around my house. It's pretty genius, actually. It really is. I'm really excited about it, and people are like getting really hype about it. Have you tested the like if you go outside your door and like to the edge of the sidewalk, like if you hold your phone out in the street, can you not get the geo filter? Well, it's only for twelve hours or fourteen hours, so mm-hmm. it won't show up until noon on Saturday. 
Gotcha. Um, but theoretically, it's supposed to extend to the street based on the map that I uh, made. Sweet. That's pretty sweet. And just, the neighbor's house. I would have made it the whole freaking neighborhood so everyone knew it was my Well, that's really expensive. It gets yeah. more expensive okay. the farther well, you extend geez. it. Well, listeners, by the time you are hearing this on Monday, I'm assuming we're both still going to be recovering from the effects yes. of an epic party. Mm-hmm. Tyler, as well, has some pretty epic stuff going on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> party, party time. Ooh. This is me. Uh, yeah, one of my good longtime friends from back home in you know the great country of the thumb of Michigan. Um, he is getting married. You know, he's taking the big plunge. Poor guy. Putting the ball and chain on his, you know, on his Malachi. Balls and chain. Can, you know, attest to. Yeah. And uh, he's got his bachelor party. So I told myself, I'm 24 years old. I'm pretty much an adult. I'm just going to go super hard this weekend and just kind of like say, that was the last hurrah. Next next podcast, you're going to see a more grown up and mature Tyler Goose. Wow. Get ready for that. Yeah. I don't believe time. it. Indeed, I don't think it's real. What's that even gonna look like? Are you gonna be wearing like dress it's gonna, pants? It's gonna look or, yeah, you're gonna wear same. pants. Maybe I'll put. You know, I'm not gonna have a tuxedo shirt on. <laughs> you know, with uh, sh- basketball shorts. You know, maybe I'll maybe I'll throw on jeans. Maybe. Ooh, <laughs> maybe. I don't think I've ever seen it's that. It's getting before. hot though. I don't think I've ever seen you like clean shaven either. Have I? No. I don't. Maybe. I don't know. Well, I mean, you saw me. I had to dress up for class for or for my interviews. Oh, for that's like right. We did week. see that. So that was yeah, nuts. Yeah, my you, pink shirt. Yeah. yeah, you had very Easter pastel colors. Dude, oh, yeah, it, was it was beautiful. Well, when I saw him, I saw him from the color of my eyes. I saw him from across the hallway, and I, the, my first thought was, "What's wrong? Yeah, what's wrong with Tyler? What's happening? Someone, Who died? Is he okay? Died. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's not wearing athletic shorts. What's just, wrong? I just like, beaten down and just like I think he man. did his hair. Yeah. I believe the man got to him. Yeah, dude. Oh, the man got him. Yeah. Speaking of the man, Ben, I hope you're having so much fun doing your taxes right now. Because apparently, like, okay, I don't know about you guys, but I look forward to this day. Yeah. Every week. It's the like, best day of the week. This, yeah. The knowing that this is going to happen at the end of the week makes my week worth going. You know, every time I'm like, I don't want to go into class today, but if I go to class, I know I'm going to get to the podcast. And Ben just takes it for granted, I guess. He's going to assume we're always going to be here. Tweet at Ben Solis one today. Please. Uh, make fun of him for not doing his, his taxes on time. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Dr. Strange, eh? What'd you think? Initial reactions? I'll, I'll defer to you guys. No, because yeah. d- I've, I've been talking about it a lot with my friends. Again, because anytime anything movie related. But Tyler, comes I want to hear what you have to say first. You really want to hear what I have to yep. say first? Okay. I thought. It, I mean, it's just a teaser, so you know they they really didn't give away a lot of plot points. Which I thought is weird that we're calling like that was like a two minute trailer, a teaser trailer now. Like, but granted, I will say five DC, long. start watching how Marvel and the Disney company, Warner Brothers, take notes. I'm sorry because they gave us, you know. How many trailer or they gave us a what did you say like two minute trailer a teaser and you don't know what anything's going on. Yeah. Granted, I will say Suicide Squad's doing a good job of that. I still don't think we know who the real villain of Suicide Squad's. I, I have no idea what yeah. the mission is or anything. I, like. I think I I'm say, excited. I think it's either going to be Enchantress or something like that because you don't see her in the lineup pictures in the trailer. We'll get well, yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, if it wasn't for that Marvel button at at the front. I, I could see how you wouldn't even think they were like, wow, someone's making like this Inception type, like sorcery movie, this like sci-fi movie kind of thing, you know? It, it really did not feel. It kind of felt like a mix of Batman Begins and Inception to me, and then like yeah. a little bit of the Matrix, you know? Like, it, it, yeah, that's a really good way to describe it. It looked very, uh, very Batman Begins, like uh, Rash Al Ghul esque Tilda Swinton, and but I, very psychedelic and very like Inception like almost. There was yeah. that one point in the trailer where it's like. It, it almost was like, you remember that thing in Inception where the city, like, folded on itself? Oh, yeah. We've got, like, six cities folding into each other. It's crazy. Yeah. But, I, dude, I love how the visual aesthetic of it. I love yeah. how trippy it's going to be and psychedelic because my favorite thing about, like, Doctor Strange <coughs> and, like, Swamp Thing and some of these, like, other, like, more outside parts of Marvel and DC is when they, like, really buy into it, like, really crank the crazy up to 11. I want the third act of this movie, him astral projecting into, like – the shadow land or like some weird hell dimension fighting uh Shumagorath or like Dormammu and they're like changing sizes and flipping through dimensions and turning each other into rabbits or sh- like it, I want it to be crazy yeah you know? no, and I agree with you I th- 
the director, uh, I can't think of his name right now. Something is it Derrickson? Is his last name? I believe. I think it's Scott. I don't recall. Scott Derrickson or something like that. I think is the director. I might be completely wrong, but he's known for being a horror director, which I like because again, this goes back to Marvel. They're all about doing these genre movies within their. You know, we have a heist <coughs> movie, a spy movie, you know, and I want this to be the horror, scary, suspense movie. And I'm sorry, it, it, ever since watching the Sherlock, you know, BBC series. With Benedict Cumberbatch, I'll watch that guy. I will watch that guy read a phone book. I again, I, I've gone on record. He has a very oddly shaped head, in my opinion. Yeah, he looks he, like an alien. Shaped, I'm just gonna like say it. It's like an egg. Man. I hate his like squinty little face and his big dumb forehead, <laughs> dude. You know what? And I don't know if I should poke holes in him and put him in the microwave for five minutes because his would, face looks like a, like a potato. He, he looks would like be an alien. The greatest person to play a live action. Beavis and Beavis and Butthead. Oh he'd be the my perfect God, person. Yeah. I, I hear they're working on a live-action Toy Story. He'd be the perfect person for Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. They're not actually working on it. <laughs> Dude, uh, we're, we might be seeing a weird Lion King-type Jungle Book movie coming out soon. Like animated? Yeah, I heard that Disney's doing Pan next because they want to show that someone can actually do a Peter oh Pan movie correctly. Oh, my God. Correctly. freaking cares about like, Peter Pan? But I, I, I'm just going to say it right now. Over, under, I'm going to say... About three, four months, five months. If Jungle Book makes a ton of money, they will announce a Lion King movie using that same CGI that they're using in Jungle Book to redo Lion King, to use like realistic looking animals. I hate that. I hate the world that we live in. Life is it's gonna, pain. It's gonna happen, man. Why? Why must you mine all of the bright spots in my life and try to make money off of it? Why? You know, you know, a Lion King movie would kill. You know, as soon as it would come out on YouTube, there would be reaction videos of people crying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It, it, but it's so like facetious. I hate it. You know, like it's it's only being done because they're gonna make a lot of money off of it. And trying to like turn my own love for something against me is is ridiculous. I didn't know I was gonna touch a chord. I'm getting bad. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, get, I'm getting sick of it. You can actually probably chart me becoming more like hardline this way, like throughout the process of the raving geeks. Like the more I've been paying attention to this kind of stuff, the more it hurts me inside. I don't know. Yeah. I, was, I was hoping. It's a tortured I, I soul. Like to, I would like to hope that I could bring the you know the fun and the happiness back out of you. I'm, I'm gonna go straight guerrilla warfare on the Lion King movie, like <laughs> try to stop it from happening. Yeah. Doctor Strange looked pretty cool though. Uh, Tilda Swinton I, looks like mm. Tilda Swinton, who's bald. I don't know. Like I'm not a fan of of her casting just because it's supposed to be an Asian character and they totally whitewashed that. There were some people who were <laughs> upset about that. I forgot you know, about and, that. And I'm not gonna sit here and say that it's not a problem, but. It, it, it's at least it's not a white dude, you know what I mean? Well, originally, actually, the character was a male. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like they, they were like, you know, we, I, Tilda Swinton oh, okay. is a unique actress in the fact that she can play a male character or a female character, and you will believe it. Like Dude, she, she would just, be really great as David Bowie. Oh, think about that. They, because you know, they're gonna make that soon. They, yeah. it's in talks. Yep, it's in talks. Um, God, he only died like a couple months ago. We're already making a movie. See what I'm talking about? That, that's why. That's why it's in talks because they're, Malachi, they're not calm sure down. if it's. it's <sighs> they were gonna actually do. A, I, from what I remember, if I remember reading this correctly, they were gonna do a biopic about him actually starring like David Bowie doing his own kind of biopic, kind oh, of like yeah. a story, like him documenting his own life. So it was already kind of being worked on. And now, and then after he died, it kind of put a halt on it. But now they're really looking at the Elton John biopic starring Tom Hardy, which. I know what you're thinking. Like you, you don't think of it, but then when you kind of like sit down and you just kind of picture it in your brain, it starts to make more sense. Tom Hardy is Tom David Hardy Bowie. is Dave. No, it's Dave Bowie. It's oh, it's Elton John. John. No, I can dig that. I, yeah, that kind of works. But no, um, I watch that. And, and and my argument is, we're we've kind of come to a point in our life where a lot like these things that are happening, like oh, it's a male character, or, or this character was written as African American, and there's a white person playing it. It's it's becoming it's like once that happens it's way more intense than it normally is. Yeah. Because I always bring up the the instance of look at a movie like The Departed, that was actually a foreign film. I think it's a, it's a Korean. French? No, it's Korean, I believe. Oh really? And it was called oh, yeah, Eternal Affairs. Right. Yeah, yeah. So then they made it in America in a remake. So originally they were you know Asian actors, but then they just whitewashed it again. Yeah, so that but whole, they're set. It's the movie set in Boston though. That's a little different. Yeah, and. The character, this character is still... From what I heard... A monk in, like, wherever. Yeah. From what I heard, I don't know, like, I can't speak for anyone. When you were talking to Tilda Swinton, I was yeah. the other day. It's like, yo, Tilda, yo, Snowpiercer was crazy. Um, that was a good that movie. That was a good movie. I forget she's in that. She's like... They were kind of a... Captain I don't want to say afraid a in a way to cast 
and you know, an Asian person in this movie. Yeah. Because. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Malcolm's face just lit up. Oh. She reminded me of a terrible thing that Chris Evans had to do in Snowpiercer. <laughs> And uh, yeah, <laughs> Snowpiercer. That's a, watch Snowpiercer. What a but wild movie! The character in which she is playing was when written was very stereotypical, like Fu Manchu type character. You know, yeah. And yeah. they were afraid that if they were true, then people would. So then they. It's kind of the same thing that so happened. So they were trying to do a good thing and then still kind of did a bad you thing. Really, you really, you really can't yeah, win. It's, it's like I said. I like Tilda Swinton, and. I'm, I mean, they just cast in Thor Ragnarok. They just cast, I think her name's like Tessa something. Tessa Thompson. The, the, the girlfriend from Creed. Oh, yeah. The rumor oh, she's is great. she's playing Valkyrie. In the comics, Valkyrie's always been white. And they cast maybe an African. So, I mean, they. it's just when it goes a certain way, sometimes I just don't like to make as big of a deal of it. It's when we have bigger issues like the Oscars. That's when I really care about Okay, it. here's my thing, though. It's hard enough for Asian Americans to get roles in movies that mm-hmm. don't even have a specific race or anything. So, like, to take away a role that's specifically made for an Asian American makes it even that much harder for them to get a role. And, and they could be just yeah. as talented. You never know. And I, and I, I will, you'll yeah. never hear me disagree with you. I completely agree with everything you're saying. But I'm saying, look, at, look what happened just with Iron Fist. Iron Fist is a white guy who was trained to be this... You know, and they're like, "Hey, maybe we could have like a, you know, like a, an Asian American actor play it. That would be kind of cool." Well, then they cast a white dude. That's what the character is, and then they were catching flack for that as well. Well, let's let's take a broader look. It's more yeah. about I think it's story because ultimately these characters have to serve the, the mm-hmm. story. And the trope of white guy goes to secret society, and in most cases, secret society you know, like Monk or like Last Chinese Samurai. Temple or something like that. <laughs> was, right. Yeah. A trope in films, even in Batman Begins, it happens. And mm-hmm. Liam Neeson's a white dude. But, you know, when he first goes to the, the League of Shadows, that is a, a very common trope in storytelling. You know, the, the hero goes on a globetrotting adventure. They go to exotic locations and they go to places where non-white people teach them things about their culture. And then the white guy does it better than they do. You yeah. know, kind of like the American yeah. Samurai, American Ninja, yeah. you know, Last Samurai, that you know, all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, Beverly I think... Hills Ninja. <laughs> the best example, <laughs> yeah. really. So, I mean, I think that storytelling trope is the problem more than anything else, obviously. And that's what I'm saying. But I think we, we've entered a point in society where damned if you do, damned if you don't. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. And it's just kind of like... Yeah. Till, who, for who knows? For all we know, out of, they may have cat, like interviewed and I mean, like auditioned a bunch of different people. And Tilda Swinton was the best one. And I'm of the mind, I want the best person in that role no matter who it is i want the best person in the role yeah i mean i agree but mm-hmm. i think it it's a lot deeper of a problem than that no i could talk about this for hours and though and so and you should it, probably stop me yeah, now it's just <laughs> i just think it's one of those things that like i said everything you said i completely agree with i do like it, it is kind of crappy but at the same time it could be way worse yeah i mean i don't know i didn't even really think about it until though you brought it up because I actually I'd forgotten that her character the master was was the uh, an Asian person yeah the person uh, is called the master right no it's no? Uh, it's it's not the enlightened it's it's, it's uh, oh yeah it's like the uh, not the chosen one like the wise one or something yeah, the some, ancient one the maybe? ancient one. ancient one yeah. yeah and apparently like in the comics sometimes the ancient one switches forms, forms. and stuff yeah. and again. Tilda Swinton is an actress who can do that. Like, yeah. You know, so. I don't know. So we'll see. I mean, I'm excited for the full trailer to come out. I think it's going to be really cool. I just hope that they keep it more on, like, the uh, experimental kind of psychedelic side of it. And, I, you know, they've realized that by now. Mm-hmm. So They know what they're doing. Uh, on the other coin, DC is doing something right with Suicide, Suicide Squad, man. I'm really excited to go see it. Same. It's it's entered kind of how we kept talking about with Deadpool, where the marketing is almost hyping the movie up to the point where I'm afraid it's not going to live up to the hype. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And with DC's track record right now, I'm worried. But if if this movie comes out and is good, I'm going to say I think DC's biggest problem is Zack Snyder. I think the world's biggest problem is Zack Snyder. <laughs> I've I, you know what I really liked him when I was in high school, but as I've gotten older, I've I mean, found him less. I'm, I used to like Sucker Punch, man. I, I like Sucker Punch. I used to like that movie yeah. a lot. I like Sucker Punch for what it is. I like 300 for what it is, the first one. I, I, I still I think like, I, I like Watchmen. You know, like... I don't like Watchmen. It's an adaptable movie. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think it so, should have tried to make it. I, I just... I, yeah. I think he went for something. I, I think he went for something and just... It didn't hit. 
and he then he did it again and it didn't hit and I think he's got a very specific aesthetic and a very specific appeal and I think mm-hmm. when you try to give him bigger characters like Batman and Superman and it doesn't apply to everyone like like his sensibilities don't that's where you kind of run into the problem he might have been a great person to do a Suicide Squad style movie but actually I'm really excited for this in the latest trailer they did a good job I think in this of showing you just enough for you to kind of like maybe guess what's going on but not enough for you to know what's going mm-hmm. on like mm-hmm. i feel like all of my assumptions about this movie are going to be wrong yeah i, I think I, so too i, I like that about it too yeah, yeah me i don't want to know well, the whole story I, I mean in terms of like story not like how right. it's going to be you know i mean i i think really what we're seeing of the joker is really all that he's going to be in the movie I just got. I mean, I, again, I could be completely wrong. I was super turned off to Jared Leto's Joker until like a couple weeks ago. Think about yeah, it. They're same. doing a really good thing with him, where he came out, and a lot of people are upset with him. And they, uh, I think it's John Schnapp, the way he described it, where it's almost like it's like a drip, like a, a drip bag, where it's like we weren't sure, and then they gave us a little drip, and then we're yeah. like, okay, and then we want, but we want some more. And then they gave us another drip, and then we're like, okay, we want some more. And they kept giving, and it's to the point now where it's like, now we're all heroin addicts. We, yeah, now, <laughs> we, now we just want to keep seeing it, seeing it. And I'm not noticing the tattoos as much anymore. I don't know if I'm just like shutting my brain off to it, or maybe they're they're not as prominent as they were in that first photo. But in that tra- in that trailer, when the scene where he has the face like burnt off, it reminded me so much. Of Greg Poole and Scott Snyder's it Joker, it looked a lot like Endgame. Yeah. He had a very similar haircut yeah. that he does, in and that. I'm just like, I'm like, this is the first. I mean, don't get me wrong, Heath Ledger's Joker was amazing, but I wasn't really afraid of him. Yeah, I am terrified of this Joker. He seems like like, he, like jo- the Joker in the Dark Knight trilogy. He was all about chaos, but that guy had contingency plans on oh, yeah. contingency plans. Like he was this this guy seems like impulsive and crazy. It's, I mean, if you just my favorite thing about Heath Ledger is the hammer theory when he put the gun up to his head and told Harvey Dent, you know, to, to take him up, but he had his finger on the hammer, so even if he pulled the trigger, yeah. it wouldn't have, you know, but, like, this Joker is, like, nuts. Like, he's absolutely insane. And I, I love it, man. Yeah. I love these movies about, like, like anti-heroes, but just straight up, like, bad guys who <clears throat> have to do good things, yep. you know? And I mean, there's still some things, there's still some things that I, I didn't like about the trailer. Um, I mean, I understand who Harley Quinn is as a character, but I think they're going a little overboard with it. A I've little never bit. really enjoyed her as a character. I, I enjoy her as a character a lot, but what I liked of her in the trailer was when she was making jokes, not when they were playing "You Don't Own Me," and then they still show her like putting clothes on. Yeah, that was. I was like, okay, you guys kind of dropped the ball on that one. But Slipknot, I'm sorry, Slipknot hasn't spoken yet. He's going to be the first one to go. He's he's gone. Even yeah. they even did the clever editing trick where Rick Flag is like, if you try to escape, I'll kill you. If you vex me, I'll kill you. And then they show him like flying away. <laughs> like, like Adam Beach, no. I wonder what's gonna happen <laughs> yeah. to him. That being said, Rick Flag he might live to the end. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Um, and something I'm excited about, not from the trailer, um, but Will Smith actually announced that. He actually might have a pretty intense fight scene with Bat with Batman, dude. So I'm I've always know. wanted to see Batman punch Will Smith. <laughs> so you know, haven't we all? Such um, a specific thing. <clears throat> and then uh, I'm really loving how much they're giving El Diablo like screen time in these yeah. trailers. Like I I kind of saw him and Slipknot kind of being like the bottom of the barrel dudes, but like he's we've heard him talk just about as much as everyone else you dude know? i'm super excited for captain boomerang dude jaya freaking courtney Jai courtney the white bread of hollywood the yeah. most plain the, cracker jack we, we want action we, hero we want you to love this aussie actor like so we just we're gonna put him in everything and we're gonna make you love him and then in turn we're gonna just make it dude captain boomerang just because he's such a stupid character but he's a guy that that he is what he is, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, like yeah. one of the reasons I really like Superior Foes of Spider Man was that, and and in that one, you know the uh, the guy was Boomerang, right? What was different because it was you know a Marvel character, uh, yeah. but he was a similarly Boomerang themed hero. My favorite, I, I can I just the Shocker, Shocker. That's my favorite. Yeah, that's my favorite villain, Shocker. But um, but yeah, I mean these guys that like his whole aesthetic is about boomerangs, and it's just the dumbest thing. But like to see a guy who like commits to that. And it's like, yeah, I know this is stupid, but I'm, you know, I'm really good at what I do. <laughs> I'm good at one thing: <laughs> cracking beers yeah. and throwing boomerangs. <laughs> you know I mean? like, dude, he gets out of the body bag. First thing he does is punch a woman. And you know what? <laughs> I'm not for women punching at all, but I really enjoyed that. Like, these, he's the kind of dude that like, Jaya freaking Jaya Courtney, man. Jaya freaking you Courtney. back him into a wall, he will punch a lady. Yeah, dude. 
I'm going to stop talking about that. He's going to drink yeah. a Foster's while doing it. Apparently they hate this Foster's. This is all going to be taken out of context someday. It's beer for Australian. Australian. That's why I was thinking about the whole thing when I was talking about, oh, it's not whitewash. I'm like, great, that content's going to be ta- that contact comment is going to be taken out of context. And I'm going to be like, we'll fix it in post. Thanks. But, we won't. All right, guys. Well, now is the time. The geeks have been divided on Twitter. We've been talking about Thanks, John. War. Josh Forrest, John Forrest. John Forrest. For, you know who you are. Thanks, man. John Forrest was... <laughs> I have five friends on this campus, and you made me lose four of them. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back. We're going to talk about whose side we're on. We've done no research about this at all. It's going to be an extremely just emotional debate. <laughs> and from the heart. From the heart. Me versus Tyler versus Kelsey. Whose side are you on? Find out. Wake up in the morning and not go and get the paper. Get the paper. Hey guys, this episode of Raving Geeks has been sponsored by the Hall of Heroes. Located in Campus Court next to Subway, the Hall of Heroes is open six days a week, Monday through Saturday. Visit their website at www.hallofheroesllc.com and let the Hall of Heroes become your go-to comic book destination. Synopsis is real. Never had that old team fixing feel with cats who make waves and aptly get a 360 deal. Well, speaking of pushing real good, you want? I'll tell this because I know she doesn't listen to this. So sure. when Mackenzie and I first started dating, you know, oh, no. she was like, I'm going to go to the, I have to go pee. And she was taking just a little too long to go pee. So obviously me being, you know, able, you know, one plus one equals two. I'm like, she's, she's pooping and she doesn't want me to know she's pooping. So I took her laptop, put on push it, put it. Full blast is right next to the bathroom. Oh my god! Oh man! Yeah, we almost stopped dating. <laughs> that, was that was it. That was almost. That's, awesome. that's almost all she wrote. Yeah, <laughs> it was almost as good as when uh, I we were we were in a grocery store one time and we were, it was very crowded and she doesn't do well in crowds and she was walking just close enough to me where like you could assume maybe we were together but not like walking together and I stopped, turned around, and screamed, "Why are you following me?" <laughs> and then just kept walking. Yeah, we almost stopped dating. That's awesome. <laughs> that was, yeah, well, the, the band's about to break up, too, guys, because we're on opposite <laughs> sides of the conflict. Uh, off the top, I'm on Team Iron Man. You would be. And you guys are both Team Cap, right? Yeah. yeah. I got I to gotta go with the All-American Man. He's ben is also Avenger. Team Cap. So he I guess is. the band's not broken up. I, you just, know what, Everybody's though? against me. By the time you're, he, you're becoming Slytherin right now. By the time Ben gets done with his taxes, he might be Team Iron Man. Look, dude, <laughs> by the time he gets done with his taxes, the movie's going to be out. Yeah. He's he's like the Slytherin of the group. Yeah, you, I am not yeah, the sl- yeah. I took a Harry Potter test, and I was a Gryffindor through and through. Yeah. Uh-huh. Tell, me, you tell me you don't see the lion in the eyes. I'm just saying we were all friends, and now you're straying away from the... Ben's a Hufflepuff, though. Can we all agree? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really, honestly, I think the reason that Ben is on Team Captain America is because he thinks the Sokovia Accords and the Human Registration Act would just be too much paperwork. It's just too complicated for him to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just going to let someone else take care of it for him. Yeah, I mean, taxes. That's why I'm saying he would be on Iron Man. He's going to let the government handle his taxes for him. He's just going to be on Team Well, Iron no, he's on Team Cap because he doesn't want to have to, like, deal with it. It's too complicated. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm done with this. I'm just going to put it. All, all my money is going to go under my mattress. Yeah, him and Cap yeah. are like, I mean, and Cap's old. He doesn't really know how to do that kind of <laughs> stuff anyway. You know what? He was, like, 18 when he got into the military, so maybe he never even did taxes, really. I think it's really just a problem with paperwork. Yeah. He just, he's just too lazy. Maybe Captain America can't read. <laughs> Dude, honestly, I don't think I've seen him ever read anything yeah. in the comics I, or in the movies. I don't want to. I don't want to point any fingers, but I've never seen Cap read something. Hmm. So uh, why don't you guys go first then? And I, since I'm the lone guy, I'll refute your points. But why are you on Team Cap? Kelsey, go. Dang it. Um, well, Captain America has always been one of my favorite superheroes, like since I was a kid. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, he's always, yeah, he's been my top five. My friend made me make a top five list the other day. It made me so mad. So you're just on him purely because you like Captain America. And well, no, I think whatever he does no, is right. Listen, oh, you just yeah, let me follower? finish talking. <laughs> I think that Iron Man is too arrogant. I think that he will, I, I don't think that he has a level head and I, I don't know. I just, oh, you know what? I, I'm, not, I'm not buying any of this. What, what do you think, Tyler? All right, so predisposed. I'm going to take. I'm going to put a bias aside. Remember a while ago, I said I really hope Tony Stark dies at the end of this movie because I'm tired of seeing Tony Stark and Iron Man. Yeah. That aside, okay. So on the record, Kelsey's a Captain America fanboy, and I really, and Tyler's vehemently anti. I just, Iron Man. I'm so sick of Iron Man as a character. I, this is starting to make a little bit more sense now. I think okay, I know. No, I think no. I know where you're coming here's, from. Here's, 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 I, I think I see how the chips are falling. Will you let me speak? Yes, yeah, sorry. Thank you. Um, and who's to say you're not an Iron Man? 
fanboy. You know, let's let's let Tyler speak. <laughs> oh, when, when okay. You look, when you looked at, you know. So anyway, what I was saying the other day <laughs> when I was. Go ahead. I have nothing. I'll just keep thinking. <laughs> now that we, have, now that I realize that interrupting people is really fun. <laughs> that's, that's so that's much why I do fun. It. Like, if you ever hear me in the podcast going, uh, 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 like, it's going just like. People I'm, actually probably really want to hear what you have to say. To <laughs> let's, let's, I would let's hope listen. not. Okay, so here, here's 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 why. The underlining th- theme of this movie is we have two heroes that really, really believed in something, then had some kind of hardship happen to them, and then they kind of are now going against what you would know. Like, you would think Captain America, a soldier, would be for the government. Iron Man, the guy who's kind of like, oh, whatever, would be against it. But it's not. We're seeing the opposite. They've seen the flaws in their belief system, so they've adapted them. And it's how they've seen the flaws in their belief systems that is why i'm siding with captain america because with captain america you know he was he was the soldier he did what he was told he fought for what he thought was right you know he believed in he said i just rewatched. i had two friends who had not seen winter soldier i was like we need to change that and i watched it today um he said he goes you know i don't i i'm not really a part of this this world i don't feel like i'm a part of it but i can help out with shield and he was talking to Peggy, and he goes, knowing that you established S.H.I.E.L.D., and I believed what you believed in, I can fight for S.H.I.E.L.D. knowing that what I believe in, you know, what I'm fighting for is right. Well, then he finds out that this whole time, he's actually been, like, kind of working for Hydra, and he thinks he's been helping people, but has he really been helping people? And, you know, it just, it breaks him down. It, like, destroys every level of trust he had. I mean, they don't touch on it, but he, how does he know that Peggy wasn't a part of Hydra? You know what I'm saying? Like it, it really when you when you kind of think outside what the movie's showing you and think about like the repercussions of everything, it's really deep. You know, he's his his friend is he who he had for life. You know, he looks at, at Nick Fury and says, "Did you know about Bucky?" And he goes, "No, I didn't know about Bucky." And he goes, "Even if you had known, would you have told me?" And Nick Fury can't tell him that. So he's like, "All these people who I thought were my friends have lied to me from the beginning." And now he they kind of broke away from that and we started seeing you know the split between him and, and Iron Man where he see in two films in a row he's seen people who are trying to stop crime before it happens in a way and he like he said like that's not it's not fighting for justice that's fighting with fear and stuff you know with Iron Man he just keeps his own his his like wake up moment is his own arrogance and it's like hey I'm gonna try to make this and make everything better oh i just made myself a villain in iron man one it's it's I, he took my own stuff against me iron Dude, man he's two. the villain that basically his, happens his, in every iron yeah man movie. then and then he you know and he's the one who's kind of like made the 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 free energy that could the tar- they could be used to harness the energy of the tesseract to create the portal i would like to make another point also go ahead uh who's to say that tony stark isn't going to make profit off of this civil war well, he doesn't. He, he he. I will. I will argue for him. He did change. He's. He doesn't make weapons anymore. Okay. If he yep. if he still made point. weapons, that would be a really good argument. Profiteering. Yeah. yeah. But he he does not make weapons. That's Everything right. that he makes somehow gets made into a weapon. I mean, the Iron Man suit is basically a big gun. That's yeah. So, so that's, a, that's a weapon. It's like so, a gun. Yeah. Sweater. And then we see with Ultron. So then basically, what his thing is, where he's like, oh man, I need to have someone come in here and take and take. He's like, we need. You know, we need to be. Uh, we need to have people watch over us because we are, you know, who who is stopping us from doing all this stuff? He realizes that he's fallible. And then my my argument would be, if I was Captain America, be like, everything that we have to fight starts with you. If you are the only one who is being watched and registered, we don't have this problem. So in a way, I I just feel like Tony is like, hey, here's my problem. I can't stop myself from being a of kind of like cursed and making villains and making all these like that my friends then have to go and go and solve yeah so captain america is now being blamed for something that was started by tony stark and that's interesting yeah i mean i wonder so so in a way i go for me i just i feel i feel for cap because he's honestly just trying to to save people like he says he goes if i see something bad happen i can't turn away i i just that's not me i have to go and help out and for, for Iron Man, his thing is, I'm just going to try to use my money and my technology and put a shield around the world, but then I kind of suffocate it because we can't breathe through the shield that I've created. And now he's using the government to kind of piggyback him and help him out. And when you look at just the teams themselves, the, I mean, I, I don't want to say I don't care about anyone on Iron Man's team, but I'm, I'm sure I'm going to love Black Panther, okay? 
I got a feeling Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow's character is going to flip. I think she's going to start I'm off so by Tony. I think her thing is going to be, listen, the government's already iffy with me because I'm a Russian spy. Cause, and, I, and I didn't think about this until I rewatched Winter Soldier where they were like, you know, you fought for our country, but you also fought against it. So I think that's kind of why she's teaming up with the government because she doesn't want them to think that she's rebelling again. But I think by the end of this movie, she's going to re- kind of realize that I'm on the wrong side and she's going to switch sides. Mm. And, I mean, I love Falcon. I love Hawkeye. I love um, Ant-Man. Like, those are, you know, those are the characters. Bucky, I mean, Bucky kind of got the shit end of the deal, you know? And he, he says in the thing, he goes, he gets blamed for this, this bombing, I'm going to guess, at the UN building. And he's like, I don't do that stuff anymore, but I'm getting blamed for it. Guys, bombing was just like a phase I was into. Like, yeah. I don't even do that anymore. Yeah, like, I'm, you remember like two summers ago when I tried to kill all of you? I'm sorry. It's just a thing, guys. Like, yeah. get over it. So that's, that's why I'm Team Cap. Because I feel, I feel like Cap constantly gets dealt the shorthand and fixes it. Iron Man just keeps making problems for himself. And honestly, if he really wanted to help out, he would just stop. Well, there's something to be said about the messiness of trying to create change and progress. I mean, in, in, when you're doing any kind of shakeup to the system, Tony Stark is like a visionary, you know? In the same way that, like, he and Reed Richards, uh, they they change the status quo. They implement kind of radical changes. I mean, there's a reason why, like, usually the more, like, the supervillains are, like, really intelligent because, like, they're, uh, they've gotten to a point where they their perspective is maybe too big. You know, and, and Captain America is very singularly focused on, you know, Bucky, his relationships with friends that he's had throughout his entire life and really strong bonds and things like that where, you know, I think Tony Stark is trying to look at the broader implications of, like, what they're doing. And he's seen how they can fail and how what they can do can go wrong, and I agree that's that's why he thinks there needs to be someone overwatching. On an emotional level, I totally agree with you. I can see why you would you would want to be on. And, you know, my heart's in on his side, but my brain is with Tony Stark. And as... Someone who believes in oversight, in, in holding public officials accountable, in making sure that what is being done benefits the most people in the most effective way. I, I have to think that registering people who are basically going out, who are, what, what I think you need to do is deputize people who are going to go out and, and save lives and make changes. And that's what this is going to do. Now, will the people controlling that, will they always be on the right side? Probably not, but it's the system, and we have to work within the system. You can't, you can't try to work outside of it and help people because ultimately, who do you answer to? Who watches the Watchmen? You know what I mean? That's the whole impetus behind that book is who's, who's really the moral authority on superheroes when they can do whatever they want? Who's, who's holding them accountable for their mistakes? I mean, Tony Stark, he should be in jail for what he's done. He should. So why isn't he? I don't know. He should be, though, and I agree. You know, he's, he's done some bad things. And that's why somebody needs to be in charge because without the Avengers, there would have been nobody to fix those mistakes. But they didn't do it. They did it sloppily, and they have done it sloppily, and they can do it better. And, and on top of that, yeah, the, the Avengers are supposed to be the ones who are fixing these problems that are made by Tony Stark. But let's not forget, at the very beginning, Tony Stark wasn't even supposed to be part of the Avengers because they said he doesn't play well with others. And, and that's too he's, unstable. He's, 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 a, he's an ego. And, yeah, and that and, was a bureaucratic move made by people who are in positions to make those decisions, and it was the right call. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the system really worked in that case at first. Now, ultimately, it didn't because it failed and he got in. And the entire Hydra thing, I think, shows the problems that can come with this system. So I understand why, on a belief level, and Captain America is on his I side. He's like, he's like, listen, Tony, I think it's going to be a thing where Tony, I, I don't think Captain America is going to have a problem with Tony at first. I think it's going to be Tony's going to be more having a problem. Because with all these shows, I haven't actually seen, like, like Cap's just like, I'm sorry, man, he's my friend. And meanwhile, t- Tony's like, I'm going to punch you in your perfect teeth, you know? like <laughs> Tony's and, more the instigator. Yeah, and, and, like, and it's just going to be a thing where, like... They're going to back him into a corner, for sure. Yeah, and then... I'm sorry. I'm also gonna take that. Like, I mean, I told you, if it was like, hey, who do you want to? Do you want to go hang out and have drinks with Tony Stark or Captain America? I'm going with Tony Stark every day. Dude, that guy Tony Stark on, was on that, that bachelor was on a party. party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I have to count on someone to have my back and know that he will fight with me for the right reasons, not just because he's scared that he's gonna screw up again, I'm going with Cat. Man, I think he has yeah. pure intentions. More pure. No, I mean, I think they both have good intentions. And, and that's the problem. Well, not the problem. The, the great thing about this movie, too, is like how dynamically opposed that they've these characterizations are. I mean, you have one guy who runs into sh- battle with a shield, and you have another guy who basically made his entire body into a weapon. You know? I mean, that's that alone is really cool. Like, the fact that... And I don't know. You know, screw Batman v Superman and everything. 
Like that's this is the reason why this movie is going to be so great is that we've had these characterizations built up over so long, and, 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 and they change their belief yeah. systems have changed, you know, and and the the choices that they're making are affected by things that have happened to them in their history. There's really like a sense of history that's going on here too, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I don't I don't think anybody's going to really enjoy this fight. I think Captain America is going to be backed into a corner. He's going to eventually yeah, have no, to, and that's, you know, and uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, I I don't want them to fight. Like. I kind of said at this point, I want this movie to end in a death. Yeah, I think it will, yeah. And I don't want it to, though. But at the same time, I feel like it needs to. But, you know, you know I, I just don't understand. You wouldn't want police officers running around with no accountability. What's the difference here? Isn't that kind of happening? Yeah, but how do you? How have we been trying to address and fix those issues? It's from working within the system. And, yes, there's unconventional politics at play. People are protesting and things like that. But you have to institutionalize change for it to happen. You know what I mean? So I don't – I just – the the solution to uh, there's corruption in HYDRA taking over S.H.I.E.L.D. isn't disband S.H.I.E.L.D. So what's the difference here? Wait, did you say that when HYDRA took over they didn't want it? Because Captain America was like, no, listen, I don't care if we can root out everyone. He's like, we're done. S.H.I.E.L.D.'s done. HYDRA's done. Everything's done. The problem is that we have – when we have – like our secrets have secrets. And kind of like you go you – like you said, okay – from what I've seen from this movie, it looks like the American government would like to get all these superheroes on their side. So what's saying, hey, the Amer- you know, USA is at war with so and so. Let's send let's send in the boys. You know, yeah. let's send them in. Well, you know, that's and, that's a great. And again, that's it, been addressed in some think, really good comics that's too. That's what Captain America's main argument is, where he's like, listen, I'm not against. He's like, I'm not. I don't think Captain America so much is against the registration, like the fact because we kind of said like everyone knows Steve Rogers is, you know. Yeah, I don't think they're not going to hit on secret identities at all. What his main problem behind this is, where he's like, I saw what happens when you have an organization who's just kind of like, who when they have the you know all this power and we're we're rebuilt, you know, we're basically remaking Shield. At least when we're all alone, you know, you go who who check you know who's the checks and balances for that? They kind of are their own. Like, if Tony Stark decides, you know what, screw this, I'm going to, you know, you just got to hope Captain America is going to come in and do the right thing, you know? And it's kind of like they become their own checks. But when, but when you're dealing with things like property damage, like infrastructure, that well, has we're going to see rebuilt, that get fixed up in that, the damage control that, TV thing. It's not going to be a big, big Yeah, but what I'm saying is when that happens, you have to be involved with governmental bodies. Mm-hmm. So to be a non governmental body, to be kind of like a third party thing, I think makes it more messy than being like, an extension of the UN or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I think and we're gonna see that happen because that's what Black Panther's whole thing is. Like yeah. he he apparently from what I've read he comes in because of the destruction in the I can't remember what African city it was. Wakanda. No, well, it wasn't Wakanda. Sokovia. But no no no. When the Hulk was taken over by and he fought with the Hulkbuster. Oh. I can't remember what city they were. Yeah, in. I remember that. Um, and he comes in. He's like, listen, like. I saw the destruction. This is I'm not taking. A, I, I'm taking my my country side, my you know, yeah. my people side. Like I'm worried about them because in a day you guys wiped out an entire city. You yeah, know? And, and and ultimately they weren't even fighting bad guys in that no, case. They they the Hulk got screwed over. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think it's interesting too when you look at the fact that there have been comics made about what happens when the United States has uh, a monopoly on the superhuman. And population, it becomes like a superhuman arms race. And the Ultimates actually did a really. I'll direct you guys to uh, Marvel's Ultimate line um, in their kind of like alternative universe. They did. I mean, it basically led to a, a superhuman arms race where everyone was trying to create their own version of Captain America, and it, it led to a lot more conflict. So, I mean, I guess there are issues with how do you make it so that it doesn't work for one country. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't think I think you work and try to fix those problems. You don't not have the uh, the registration in place, you know. Yeah. And and speaking of comics, I mean, I don't know the whole Civil War two thing that's coming out. I know it has yeah. to do with an inhuman who can apparently like predict the future. Based, it's basically I, like I the guess, Minority yeah. Report. Yeah, that's how we've been saying it. But <laughs> from what I from my understanding is, isn't Tony Stark on the side of he wants to. St- he wants to use it to stop like crime again. Like he's on the side. Uh, I don't remember actually it's what him, side he's on. But what him I'm saying, Captain is, Marvel's on. Yeah. yeah, it's him and Captain Marvel. But apparently, he didn't learn his lesson from the first Civil War that he caused. Because okay, spoiler alert. This is this could be this could be a potential spoiler to the movie. It is for the comics, but the comic went out forever. I'm so I don't think this happened. 
Civil War ends with Tony Stark ultimately getting cat like Captain America gets assassinated, and Tony Stark really takes it personally because it's kind of his fault in a way. Like yeah. I'm not going to tell you how it's Tony Stark's fault, but at the end of Civil War, Tony Stark kind of realizes I kind of was in the wrong in a way. Like there really wasn't a right side or a wrong side, but he's just kind of like. Yeah, they now, did a really bad job in the comic book of making both sides equal, though. They yeah. really turned him into a supervillain by the yeah, time Yeah, like, he over. really became... And that's what I'm saying. Like, I think out of this movie, we're going to see Tony become the best villain in the Marvel Universe. Ooh. Like, like... Yeah. Because, and, and you know what? Good intentions often yeah. make the worst worst and, problems. And, 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 and I'm not going to sit here and say, if I was Tony and I created this, you know, who's I maybe would do the same thing. But when, like I said, when it comes down to the two, there are two points of, like, why they feel this way... Captain America feels this way because he was a part of something that he was completely found out to be false and just his whole entire just emotional and physiological and psychology, how he feels about it, was just flipped upside down. Tony Stark just made one bad choice and now he's trying to make it so people can help him not make another bad choice. It's like just whenever you think you're going to do something, Tony, just then don't do that thing <laughs> because every time you do that thing, yeah. you know. But I, I still think you need somebody to tell him that and that's that's what this would do ultimately. Yeah. So, okay, well, that wasn't as contentious as I thought it would be. I actually, you know, kind of dig your point of view. Well, see, I, I think you just weren't expecting me to take it as deep as I did on that. You just wanted me to come in and be like, Captain America's costume's cooler. So I kind of wish you would have. Yeah. That way I would have been I'm, able to beat you who, up. Who, who Basically, I, he wanted you ben? to take my stance. Who, am I Ben? Yeah, no. Kelsey kind of did that. He's yeah. hot. <laughs> no, I did not say that. I know, I know, sorry. How dare you? He is pretty hot, though. He right? is. Man. Hey, man. But he also, I was waiting for you to bring up the fact that he, he ate a baby in another movie. Yeah, well, <laughs> that, that hurts his track record. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he ate a baby. Sorry. I was waiting for you to bring up that argument. That's what I would have done. That's what I would have done. Well, one there. Well, uh, you guys want to play a quick round of Super Fight before this is over? Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, uh, should we all go against each other? Three-way battle royale? Yeah. All right. So it's three three of each, right? Yep. I, I know it's been like a week, but I can't remember. Yeah. This is actually – I was excited to play this game because last time it turned out pretty well, even though they said that uh, Tyler wearing a tuxedo, an invincible tuxedo, uh, would beat me with a Captain America shield. But uh, – Oh wait! Uh, some of the I have decision. cards from last time. Okay, so, so we pick we pick yeah, one I, of each. How, I got what do we some pick cards what? from last time. I'm gonna yeah, just... if you got cards from last time, put them back. Okay, I'm gonna go with. So you pick one. What white card? Gotcha. And one black card. Uh huh. Okay, I'm gonna go with sharpshooter who throws knives. So basically, like a bullseye or a Hawkeye type character. Oh, wait, I already had this one. So I, I, I I think that's pretty lethal. I don't, don't think you're gonna have an easy time beating that guy. And then you get to draw another black card to put on, <coughs> right? Right, a modifier, yes. right? Mm -hmm. And he's also armed with a long electrified whip. That's kind of cool. Yep. This guy basically is like a Marvel supervillain. He's kind of right. like Whiplash mixed with uh, with Bullseye. I Bull have Whip. Holy shit! His name is Bull Whip. <laughs> <laughs> I have Bruce Lee, and he throws bears. What? <laughs> How many bears does he have? Unlimited. Does he just have the ability to throw right. bears? Wait. Or does he actually have bills? Oh, go ahead, Kelsey. He can also clone himself, but each clone is half the size of the previous. Dude, uh, uh, half as tall Bruce Lee is still twice so, as deadly. Yeah. All right, you ready? I have the Hulk. What? <laughs> the Hulk. And he can throw sticky bombs. Okay. Well, at least it's not bears or more Hulk. And he's also <laughs> armed with ghost pepper spray. That, oh. Ooh, wow. Okay. That hurts. How, how should we just should we just go around the table explaining why we think our people would beat the other people? Yeah, well, let's start back with Malachi. Since I, I he think this is a rock first. paper scissors type scenario. I think a, really a, I think Bullwhip, my the new villain I just created, a sharpshooter with knives and a long electrified whip, could easily take down Bruce Lee from a distance. He would just throw a knife at him and, and take him down. The the bear thing is interesting. Um, bears are actually pretty fast on land. I think they can run up to like thirty or forty miles an hour. But really, all he's got to do is take down Bruce Lee, and seemingly the supply of bears that are coming from is going to cease. It doesn't specify whether he has just an inordinate number of bears or maybe like three or four bears, uh, just that he has the ability to throw bears. So I don't see anywhere on the card that says he has access to these bears or there are bears at play. I think he just can throw bears, <laughs> which, which Bruce Lee can throw bears too. So basically I'm fighting Bruce Lee who can clone himself but half the size of a previous clone, and I'm from far away just decking them all with knives. And if they get close, I have an electrified whip. They're not going to get that close because it's a long electrified whip. At the same time, I mean, the Hulk who <laughs> throws sticky bombs, 
There's no way. <laughs> There's no way my sharpshooters are going to take that guy down. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, uh, I'll go next, Kelsey, if you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so the Hulk. I almost put down that he can't be hit by impact because then everything you guys have is impact doesn't affect him. That's almost But then I'm fair. thinking, I'm like, the Hulk already can't be affected by impact. Yeah. And basically, you're Indiana Jones. <laughs> and, I mean, Bruce Lee, yes, I'm sorry, he beat Chuck Norris, which is an amazing feat, but the Hulk is greater than Chuck Norris. You'd put the, you'd put the open mouth next to that because it's greater than Ooh, I don't know that. Um, so, first of all, the Hulk's just going to get super close to both of you guys and then spray you with the pepper spray. You won't be able to use your whip His or your throwing knife. His big hands can't even, can't even can spray it the hold? Uh, yeah. Excuse me. I'm pretty sure he we saw him that. almost open up a can of Coke in a commercial. <laughs> that is a non-can of Coca-Cola commercial. It, 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 it had to help. You made a non-canical person. So anyway, Bull whip. So, you know, I think he'd be able to figure it out. And sticky bombs, please. <laughs> like, he... He's able to jump like eight million miles in a single bound. He could just stand super far away and just whip the the impact of the sticky bomb hitting you would kill you. Dude. And then the explosion would just be to help spread out the fertilizer that you have become. Giving like, the Hulk sticky bombs is yeah. like putting lasers on a shark. The only, thing, <laughs> the only thing more terrifying than the Hulk with sticky bombs is the Hulk with the speed of the flash. Like, <laughs> yeah. the only thing more terrifying. And and the he would eat the pepper spray for a snack to help clean the his palate after taking you He's guys out. He's basically indestructible, so yes. he could just like run around in a rampage of explosions and punches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's unstoppable. I don't I, know how. I, I almost went with a college acapella group <laughs> just because that'd be funny. But after after versus. I was totally voted uh, the loser of the last unfair match, I had to beat Malachi and reclaim. <laughs> yeah, that was group. a good one. Let's let's do one more real quick. You guys didn't even let me argue yet. Wow. Right, fine. Calm down. Dude. There's no way you're going to win, but go ahead. <laughs> Excuse me, Bruce Lee, who can clone himself, who says that he can't infinitely clone himself to before what? you kill him. Oh my him. god, to the subatomic level. <laughs> yeah. He will, theoretically, he could never die if he can constantly clone himself because you'll never be able to... The whole killed Wolverine who is like supposedly but could, impossible to could, think about. Could Wolverine clone himself? If you had, no. If you had a martial artist the size of a molecule, and let's assume we'll, we'll go the Ant-Man route and he has proportional strength. Yeah. He could like get, slip in between the Hulk's ears, like destroy his brain, brain from the yeah. inside. My argument to that is let me finish. Mark Ruffalo. Would you mind? I'm trying to. I'm if you say something about Coca-Cola, no, no, I don't hey, I let you Mark have Ruff- your turn. I gotta fight you and Malachi. I, okay, go I gotta ahead. fight both I'm of you. Argue that really good point, Malachi just made. Fine. All right. Also, it doesn't say that he has a limited amount of bears. Who knows? Maybe he can summon bears and then throw them. It doesn't say that though. Mm. It just says that he can. Exactly, throw bears. but I can. So I can. I, I can I make that argument. Bears, I, I can make argument against the bears. <laughs> I can make that argument. That Actually, he th- it says that he throws bears, which implies that, like, in this fight, he will be able to throw bears. Like, yeah, there, he'll there have will be bears. bears. Bears will be thrown on this day. <laughs> bears yeah, will happen. Bears. Why it's, are you afraid of bears? Are I, deadly, deadly creatures. Blue have you seen how fast? Fought a bear in the Incredible Hulk TV show. Okay, beat bear, 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 not bears. Okay, I'm. Maybe okay. he has He's, an indisclosed. You know an infinite amount of bears. Pick up a bear with one hand, pick up the bear with the other hand. And just but go. what if there's five other bears? <laughs> what if there's five other bears and one gets his neck? I think it's safe to say there's at least two bears, but not more and than three bears. Fighting against you can't, your but I think that there could be. atomic measurement bull crap. Mark Ruffalo said He's climbing that in your he ear. tried to put he put a gun in his mouth and pulled the trigger and the Hulk spit the bullet out. Even yeah. if you get inside of him, the Hulk will just his neck muscles will just tighten and he'll just kill you with those. Like you can't take out the Bruce Hulk. Bruce Lee though is not a bullet. He is a man. <laughs> He's more deadly <laughs> than a bullet. <laughs> more than a man. Did. Bruce Lee, I would argue, is a god. I think Bruce Lee would win just from the fact that you have an army Way of... Way to flip-flop it! <laughs> he has an army of himself. The cloning is unstoppable. He has... What are those little little Russian dolls? He has rushing nesting dolls of himself. <laughs> the most deadly <laughs> Russian nesting doll of all time. You'll ever see in your We're life. We're probably blowing up the audio. We are. It's right incredible. Now. I'm so sorry. And, yeah. But as you clone yourself... I'm just gonna. I'll just lay down and squish all of you at the same time, and you can't. You can't just lay. You really think Bruce Lee's gonna let you lay on top of him? You really think the Hulk is gonna let Bruce Lee punch him? He's gonna throw bears at him. Well, I already said Lou Ferrigno beat the bears, and he's he the beat Hulk. a bear. Ah, uh, the classic Lou Ferrigno defense. <laughs> hey, you know yeah, what? let's go with Lou Ferrigno. You're just upset. 
that I pulled that out. Okay, you know what? Let's put this one on Twitter. We'll put all these on Twitter. Yeah. We'll let the audience decide. I think Bruce Lee's winning that one. But let's do one more round really quick. How about, how about that? We good Super on time? round. Yeah. All right, sweet. Oh, God, this is going to be good. I, how about this? You have to pick something like you have to almost try to pick the worst thing and then argue three of our worst things against each other. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. <laughs> let's, so good. we'll pick the yeah. worst. Like the worst thing that you can think of. Okay, I'm going to pick... Uh, am I going to be in trouble for that one? <laughs> All right, I'm going to play Helen Keller, whose entire body is very sticky. <laughs> a very sticky Helen Keller, okay. who, who also breathes fire. Ooh, that's a twist. All right, I'm going to pick a dolphin who is three stories tall. Oh, my God. And shoots acid. <laughs> okay, I really would That's love basically a kaiju. I got, like, two, I got, like, deadliest warriors over here, but I'm going to go a hockey player. All right. Okay. Professional or, like, like Amateur. Bro. Come on now. Um, professional. <laughs> High school and player? I'm going to go with, he's little made league. of lava. <laughs> okay. And then. Like the floor. My little, my little thing here is. He can also turn into steel. What? <laughs> so he's molten steel lava. That's ridiculous. He's a T-1000 or whatever it's he called. He essentially, and he can't even be beaten the same way because he's made of lava. He's made of lava. And, I mean, you're sticky, so I'll just let you come over and stick to me, and then I'll burn you. Like, <laughs> Look, I can breathe fire, so I guess I can't do anything. You're just adding to my you're, lava. I can't do anything when you're made of lava, but if 9-11 taught us anything, it's that fire can melt steel. So when you <laughs> Is that what steel, 9-11 taught us? Yeah, but I just choose not to turn into steel, stay lava, and... Look, you're going to have to turn into steel at some point, because... Says who? Because the Helen Keller's so sticky, man. Do you have the ability to make people use their abilities? No, I, I'm, I'm sticky, bro. Meanwhile, the, dolph sticky, bro. the dolphin with the three-foot-tall dolphin, that's a trick, but unless you're in th also three stories of water, you're just going to be kind of laying on the ground going, ah! Time wins that yeah. battle. And I'll just go over and just kind of lay next to you. Maybe and then he just can. Slowly maybe just he melt can breathe you. his acid that he shoots. Again, out lava. of a blowhole, I'm assuming. Yeah, just, just, blowhole. Just, that's Who doesn't love a blue hole blowhole full of acid? <laughs> yeah. Um, if anything, when you spray me with the lava, you're making. Acid, acid lava and if you guys played the floor as lava as a kid and you throw in that variable of acid are you kidding oh, me no way well we wouldn't do that because that's redundant and stupid look i believe that <laughs> helen keller wins because she's very sticky bro <laughs> so sticky my dolphin is three stories tall. Like, how tall is your hockey player you're gonna be like it's gonna get crushed by my dolphin. Acid dolphin whether or not my acid dolphin dies it can still crush your <laughs> hockey player and helen keller and one Everyone One knows fall. that Canadians love dolphins. They hang out with dolphins all the time. We should try to come up with a name for our guys, too. So I'm I'm in between. Helen Keller is also going to be a supervillain in this case. She's either going to be Felon Keller, like felon, <laughs> like a felony. You yes. Know? Or Helen Killer. <laughs> or Helen Keller, but with two L's. Like hell. <laughs> cool. Let's see here. I got a hockey player who can turn it. You know what? I'm going to reach out to Twitter. John, John Forrest, instead of breaking us apart, why don't you help us out by yeah, giving my productive. my hockey player I'm, who can make steel and lava. I'm thinking for that one either, uh, so kind of like slap shot, but maybe like steel shot, or maybe like, uh, oh man, what's like? A, there's got to be like good hockey puns that we. Can hot, use I'm here. gonna call him Hot Rod because you make rods. Hot out shot. Of, you make dude, Hot Shot. Come on, I'm hot, going, shot? hot Rod is an amazing movie. First hot of Rod all, is a great movie, <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm looking up dolphin puns. <laughs> Are there any? You know what? Yeah, but they're, Does they're your good. dolphin wear the hat that the dolphin on the tuna can wears? Because if that's so, then yes, I can't be beaten. All right, but. then I'm going to say that he does wear that that hat. Mega dolphin. Oh, the only the only name I can find is <laughs> a dolphin. <laughs> as in blubber. Well, as wait, in it's Adolf a, Hilter. It's, it's a Nazi it's dolphin. A Nazi. Oh, yeah. Well, obviously, the Nazi <laughs> dolphin's going to take out Helen Keller, but like... Yikes. I can't, Helen can't do it. <laughs> You're thinking of Anne Frank. No, dude. Helen Hel Keller never he had to encounter Nazis. No. Listen. But I can't. I'm Helen Keller. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boom. <laughs> she just got to water around aimlessly. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be able I'd be like walking into walls yeah. the whole time. I'm so sticky, I'd get stuck. I know it's Anne Frank, but I was trying to like think of a way, like it would affect Aunt Helen Keller more because I really can't argue I mean, there, Helen there are. The there, yeah. They also tried to get people... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you want to go into Nazi history? I, like, I, I, would, <laughs> I, I don't know. Definitely beat the dolphin, though. If I can breathe fire. I'm going to crush you, dude. It's three stories you tall. Can't, you can't move, though. 
Yeah. It's just going to fall over on top of you. Rolling around? It's just, so it's just rolling around? <laughs> okay, when you go to roll into me, I will turn myself into steel. And you can't crush me. Then I'll shoot my and acid. Then, when you ro- then I'll shoot my acid and melt you. Look, we're going to have to leave this one to the audience. <laughs> this brings us to the end of our episode, guys. Thanks for being with us. Uh, it got a little loud there. Thanks for thanks Yeah, for sorry about that. Let us know a couple of things on Twitter, at Raving Geeks. Uh, let us know what you think about Civil War. Whose side are you on? Are you right, like me, and on Iron Man's side, or are you wrong? Or are <laughs> you dumb and on Malika's side? <laughs> also, <laughs> or are you dumb hey, and ugly? Let like us Kel- know how, how it was filing your taxes. Let us know. Yeah, like, yeah we'd like to you know you how use, your taxes went. Did you use, went. like, a website and do it yourself, or did you, know, you go and get help? Just, just and have to wait for 12 hours because went. it's yeah. tax day. I'd, I'd like to know what was the average amount of time it took you to do your taxes. Please, tweet, We're just curious. Tweet yeah, at BenSelise1. One. Yep. Don't, say, don't say, don't tag Raven Geeks. Don't tag in, don't, just... Send him how much time. Don't even say, hey, it took me this long to do taxes. Just say 10 minutes, 15 minutes. I just want I want to get a bunch of people just texting Ben times and just <laughs> have him be like, what? Drive him insane. Yeah. So please do that for me. Yeah. Well, uh, have, a, have a good time, guys. Uh, we're at the, the end here. I'm going to be out of here in a couple of weeks. But, uh, you know, these last couple of episodes have been fun. And we will be here next week. Same bat time, same bat network.